What's up, y'all? And welcome to episode 20 of the Fresh Out the Box podcast. We've got a holy trinity here today. Um, co-host, producer, Daniel Mathoy Jr. at the Shumal Yay. We have the man, the myth, the legend, right? Dear Lord, I see what you've done for others, and I want that for me. What's up, y'all? It's Colin Teagle, a.k.a. Kylo, a.k.a. Et Al underscore Bundy 713 on all social media platforms and hey we have the uh anointed one here today so omnipotent <laughs> dear baby lord jesus that's right <laughs> yeah, I, we got reverend fat kicks man we, the, vice the, president of the, the vice fan president club. of the fan yeah, club who, hey. didn't, who didn't comment because he was in costa rica but you know <laughs> subtle flex <laughs> gotta take a weekend off every once in a while right what's up brother How hey you doing, man? man it's i feel good glad to be here yeah, man i appreciate y'all I coming appreciate off a uh, a great entrepreneur's corner today yeah, yeah man it, i had fun successful oh yeah man i had a good time um it, it kicked up toward the end um, the staff told me. Yeah, kicked up, man. A few people came out, um, got some cards. Somebody was trying to bring their kicks back, but we, it was closing. And uh, so he missed out, but told him, hit me up. I'll pick him up on my way out. And oh, um, and so, yeah, man, it was good. Um, got to talk to a lot of people, educated a few people mm-hmm. on on the sneaker cleaning thing. And uh, it was good. It was good. Do you, are, do you need to shout any sneaker companies out on this? Uh, well, I always shout out to, you know, Shoe CPR and my people who they, um, oh. I use their products. Um, you know, good brother out of Memphis. Oh, okay. Um, good products. I actually have some product for y'all. So when we leave, what? I got to I got it. We I, did it. <laughs> I got a, I got a pack for y'all. Yeah. Nice. Hey, man. Say, man. Shout out to CPR, man. That's right. That's in right. In my Memphis voice. There we go. Hey, man. <laughs> All right. That's let's awesome. get started, man. Well, um, well, can we can we take a moment for both of y'all to discuss the superior silhouettes that are on your feet? Oh, today? yeah. Oh, we can. Yes, Because we have some classics. Can, hey, I don't, I don't, I hardly ever do all whites, but when I do... I gotta be a certified lover boy. There, you've got you've got the whole yep. the whole fit I got on. My, uh, my market shirt on uh-huh. with the happy face with the champagne poppy. That's okay. right. Um, hard and certified. See, I didn't peep that when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, and then I got a. I gotta say, man. So like, it's been. Of course, there's hundreds of different variations of all whites. Um, ones that come to mind is Rockefeller, mm. like the Rockefeller Air Force one that's predominantly white. Um, 50th uh not 50th um 40th anniversary yeah that just came out they also released the uh, air force one fresh which is like basically a dress up sh- mm-hmm. uh, oh, version okay. of the air force one with a leather interior but like man it's something about this pebble leather on these man. yeah like, i was noticing i i want to wear them definitely way more but i don't want to beat them up man because right right i'm just hard on all white shoes but this guy no, he's, he's got the, uh, the the matching fit going the on. The blessings on Rev's feet. <laughs> <laughs> One that uh, we just talked about. Just uh, talked about yep. a couple weeks last ago. Last week, right? Or was it last week? Uh, two, two weeks, weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. On the, yeah. Uh, the um, was the pack? World Cup pack. World Cup, World Cup, World Cup pack. Yeah. Pack. Right. What you got, Rev? What do, These what are the, um, oh my goodness. Portugal. Portugal. Yep. That's right. The Portugal. For me, the HT colorway. Right. <laughs> right, because you got the HT shorts on right now. Yep. Um, I was telling Kahlo... I got these on eBay brand new about four years ago mm-hmm. um, for way less than the person should have gotten for me. Uh, 
I'll leave that that amount <laughs> undisclosed. But um, but I got them on eBay. Um, I've been trying to get the same the pack as as Kahlo, uh, and it's it's hit <laughs> or miss, man. Sure. Um, but when I got this colorway, I was like, oh, I can wear this with all my HT stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's perfect match. It's perfect, dude. Yeah. yeah. And so when I got these shorts, um, I actually was gonna. I don't even want to say I, what I was going to do because we're on the podcast. Uh-oh. But I was going to get the the Arizona Dunks. Mm. Uh-oh. You Can't know, bring that over here. You know. But look, <laughs> I was like, nah, man, I need a, I need an Air Force One. And then I, I remembered I had these in the collection. And I was like, all right, perfect. That's perfect. Oh, I mean, I, I call the Arizona State uh, Dunks the HT Dunks anyway, man. Mm-hmm. Look, for me, anything that's maroon and gold is yep. HT. Sure. It could be another university. It's yeah, yeah. No, for Texas sure. State, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Any other school would do that too, man. Yeah. Like you instantly think like, like we just got a uh, a Monarch colored Air Force One in. And the Monarch color is the same one from the Potter Air Max One that came oh, out with so the wave. Like a, yeah, yeah. UT Orange. Bro, like it's, it's burnt orange to me, man. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The same though. You know, my wife is an alum of UT. So oh, I got a okay. lot of love for, for UT. And so if I see burnt orange, that's, that's UT. I burnt yeah, orange, man. I don't, I don't, you can call it what you want. And it's such a unique <laughs> colorway, just like HG's color combo is so unique to the point where it's like, when you see it, you just got to yep, just snatch it up real right. quick, man. That's right. Every time. Yeah. So let's get started. All right. Uh, latest pickups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, Junior. How many did you get How this many week? did you get? <laughs> oh, man. So I got those J-tips. Oh. Shout out to the favorite sneaker shop, Ooh. Sneaker Social. Nice. Um. I pulled the trigger on resale on the Run the Jewels Dunk Lows. They were not expensive at all. I was okay. saying, man, like, like a, I think like a hundred and forty or hundred and fifty, okay. like ridiculously resale, low. Yeah, like it was like above, like with all the te- you know taxes and all stuff, it came out above. But I was, I was like, I have to get these. Like yeah. I, you know, so yeah, Did I you, got them. You have highs. No, I don't. Um, somebody was. I saw them somewhere for like a fairly good deal. I just don't. We've talked about. Not really a fan of the the, hor- the horse hair. Or whatever, yeah, you know, it's yeah. just it's a little too much for me. I don't got the sauce to pull that off. <laughs> yes, nah, I don't either. Yeah, I, I think you could. Well, with that, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> you got the sauce and the sweet pants. To I, pull it off, oh my, my friend. Gosh. I'm some shorts today. It's hot, it's hot down here. We yeah. didn't even mention your son was wearing um, some uh, superior silhouette. He is. Right, he is. right. Came straight from my favorite sneaker store. Oh, he yep. picked those up today. Uh, no, oh. the last time I was in the shop. Yeah. A few months back, gotcha. You know, it makes my heart glad that he he loves the the superior silhouette. You know, he 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 probably uh, believes in in the message in in the classics. He doesn't buy into the hype. No, he does. Of, he does. Of this rapper is like I brought dunks back, and you know, I don't even think he listens to said rapper. So it's all right. He, <laughs> he, he very well could be right now. We don't know. That's no, fine. You know, I, Dr. I, Dre, you know, he, I, we could go back to Dr. Dre and his white crispy Air Force man. Points. You know, he got a mansion full. <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, right under a parent raising a, a doctor is a parent raising a kid right to wear the superior silhouette. I agree. It's true. You that's know? true. That, mean, that's right. That's right up the top. Yeah. I mean, it makes my heart glad because I don't even got ass. Yep. You know. If I get the Air Force Ones, I know he's not going to bug. He's not going to say, oh, you Nobody's didn't get the... Nobody's going to bully him. None of that, man. No. Nope. We don't need that. We even just gifted um, his uh, friend who plays baseball. I gave him the... Um, I had a dead stock pair of the um, the Jamal Wilkes. Ooh. Um, Dude, that's one I didn't appreciate when it first came out, man. Yep. 
because it was everywhere. It was at the outlets, but man, I'm, I'm watching up here on eBay, and it definitely needs some work. But it's just like, damn, bro, that's that's such a good shoe. I had two pair. Um, and he's going. The young man is going to Harden Simmons, and they're oh, okay. purple and gold. Mm. Oh, um, wow! And so, so uh, and he is also a lover of the superior silhouette. So we got to bless him as well. That's what's up, man. Spread, spread the word, spreading the love. That's right. You know, letting them, Dang, bro, that's, holding the tradition down. That was such a good pack. <laughs> there it is. Man, yeah, there it, it is. Um, did I have anything? So yeah, what'd you week? pick? I don't think I did anything this week, man. Um. Got my birthday coming up on Wednesday, so okay. Happy early birthday! Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Um, yeah, I don't think I did anything, man. I'm trying to think what's what's my next uh cop. I think I'm gonna spin the block and try to get some of some of those lesser ones, maybe like cement ones or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, yeah. Okay. Some, Pick up some of the stuff you just some like. for uh, wardrobe purposes. Yep, yep. So we we'll do that. Fat, you have any pickups, man? Uh, oh yeah, you did. Oh well, today oh, I oh. was I was blessed to um get. The Laney 14s. Um, Kahlo didn't know, but I'm a 14 lover. So last week when I heard y'all say they was for the streets, I said, oh, what? He screamed. What? I'm like, I can't believe this. Um, but I did get those. And uh, um, what was the Air Force Ones? Um, Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market Air Force Ones. Because, you know, got to gotta always add a. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a sneaky good, like, everyday life shoe. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. And then it's summertime, it's picnicky, you know, um, and it's black picking picnicky. So yep. I don't get a, you know, I can wear it with a lot of different things. I don't got to specific put red or anything to I it. I love the chambray on the toe box yeah. and the uh, side panels. And then, like you say, it has that hint on the back tab with the picnic yep. um, pattern. And then it has it also on the inside of the tongue, too. Okay, I ain't even seen yeah, that. Yeah, it go all the way down. Like, the whole inner of the tongue is that same pattern. Okay. But it's just, it's a subtle flex, man. I feel like that's one where, like, if you wore it out on, like, on a date night with wifey, it was like, so, somebody might stop you and be like, bro, like, where did you get them from? Like, hmm. And that's the blessing of the superior silhouette? Yep. Because more often than not, you're not going to see a lot of people with them on their feet when you go to certain places. Um, and then I, I copped the dreaded... Um, Thunder Fours. Mm. Um, I had the OG pair and I sold them, and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get a pair again." So you say OG? Is this uh when they? Came, I think they came out online the first time, yeah. right? The uh, Thunder and the Lightning at the same time, yeah. And then last time it retro was like eleven, twelve, I think. eleven, I think, yeah. Um, so I had the OG pair, but I didn't get the pack. I got. I just had the OG pair. I got them on eBay. How'd you get the? Oh, you got them on eBay. Got them on. Got them on eBay. I'm a, damn, bro. Like I, I heard G, Doctor G, talk about he's an eBay. I'm an eBay guy, man. I, I be on eBay tough. So this is our lineage as friends. Me and and the good doctor. Like my uh my college roommate Chad Sheffield. Shout out to him. He put me on eBay my freshman year at UT, and then uh when me and G start working at finish line together and hanging out. Um, I was like, we were just talking about sneakers, and he's just like, man, I wish I could find songs. I was like, bro, this is what I do. I said, yeah. bro, I said, look, do Air Force One. Yep. Uh, I think he was like nine and a half, ten at the time. Yep. I said, just say that search. And anytime something new came in, bro, that that first week, bro, he might have copped like three <laughs> or four pairs of shoes, bro. Yeah. He was like, bro, like, this shit going to find the retail. It. Even before I go to bed at night, sometimes I just open the app. You know, I got it saved Air Force yep. One. 
and I'll just scroll, see if I see something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that I clean shoes and restore them, I'll get a beater pair in a heartbeat, you know. They got a real cheat code. So, like, you know how you save the search and you can, um, you know, you check it every day. Like, I do the same thing. Um, but once you've checked it, spin the block and go back to the search without the new stuff. Oh, okay. And there'd be certain pairs that slip through the cracks, man. Okay, I'm going to have to do that. Like, bro, I remember when I hadn't done that in a while, and then I went back. And, bro, like, it was, like, good stuff. Like, like Supreme Carmel, uh, Carmel, Duke, Carmel Duke, uh, tongue-tied. Carmel Duke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Not my language. <laughs> Carmel de Garçon. Okay. Oh, um, yes. Air Force Ones. And I've been looking for a pair of those, but it, they may have been busted. But, like, it was a new pair for, like, 300 Great condition. I was just like, damn, bro. Like, so I'm just like, all this stuff. And I'm checking every day, but, like, you got to go back around. And sometimes it'd be stuff like, I didn't see this one in the new yep. stack. Like, and, like, I think you mentioned it one of the times. Sometimes you'll look up on somebody who has a collection. And they just trying to get them off. Yep. And so you click on what the seller got. Other seller's items. Man, yep. And yep. I've come up on almost full packs. Oof. Um, I was telling Kahlo, I um, I like the Cloverdale pack, which is out of uh, Baltimore, honors the the basketball court, the Cloverdale Park, yep. and they came out with three colorways: a maroon, a a, a kind of teal, uh, and a tan. And I got two of the three at one time because the buddy had two of them. And so, yeah, I, I I'm on eBay tough. <laughs> and a lot of times, this cast was like, they're just taking up space, and yep. it's like. Old collectors who value the shoes. Yep. Might not even be on that now. Yep. Not even on that time. So it's gonna be me one day. <laughs> all right, let's get started, fellas. Another jam-packed episode. For sure. All right, first up, uh Tiana Taylor's A Rose from Harlem Retro One Zoom mm-hmm. Comfort 2 mm-hmm. finally gets a release date. Uh I gotta shout my co-host out. Uh thank you. Dan the man, the Mexican. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's right. Sweet Pants himself. Uh-huh. Uh, he was one of the first people to adopt and give the Zoom Comfort Jordan 1 a home. Yeah, I love that. Uh, what do like, you think about this? You know what? I didn't like it until I realized it was a Zoom Comfort. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, well, you know, Jordan 1s, I don't find them great, very comfortable, right? right yeah, yeah, I true. put a new insole in and blah, blah, blah. I have to really like it to wear it. And then when... I, when the uh, little lowercase podcast was talking about it a few the, weeks the, ago. He, guys, in case you don't know, he's referring to the Denise podcast. So, like, we're kind of <laughs> like, this is the Huxtable podcast. <laughs> this is, uh, we're talking about uh, our eldest child going off to school right. and getting the education. That's right. Uh, the kicking his social out. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to grab, I'm going to try and grab it because I imagine people aren't going to get it because it's a Zoom comfort. Mm hmm. But I'm like that made me want to get it even more now. Yeah, I just it's so comfortable. I love it, and I I like the uh, the stitched on swoosh on the outside. Yo, and the then, family and friend packaging is crazy. Yeah, jeez, I saw the fabulous. Come on now, like with the with the 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 bell and the bell, the, yeah, Beauty yeah. And the beast thing, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. What's hot? Fat? That's hot. You messing with them? I like them. Um, I'm a uh, very similar to Doctor G. Um, I I admire the highs on people's feet. Um, I'm actually an Air Jordan One Low kind of dude, oh. simply because it, it's closer stuff, to man. the superior silhouette. No, for sure, true. And um, it's a little bit more comfortable for a wider foot. I agree. Um, but I like it a lot. I almost wanted to get it for my wife, even though she could care less about it. <laughs> but just because it's a Tiana Taylor, mm-hmm. I like the. I think it says T on the. Uh huh. Yeah, like the pendant, like the lace lock, or, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it for her. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's big too, like, because she's one of like, you think about social media influencers, she's definitely one of those first ones where like so talented, could sing, yeah. could dress. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh she just she's a I don't even want to say a fashion icon, but like definitely influential. Oh yeah, for sure. In both uh both realms. Um and for her to be the first person to like get a shot at the Zoom comfort, like I think they're doing right by it because like she's genuinely somebody I think of as like I really don't give a damn what you think about. Yeah, you know, what and I mean? think like, I think Nike did a good job with that with her. Yeah, because I know y'all have talked about like other big name people who really don't do a really good job when they do come out with a shoe. Mm-hmm. But I think because she's such an influencer, especially among women, right? Um, that shoe is gonna move. And she's of the culture. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. this isn't um you know we talked about Beyonce in the past where mm. it's um you know. Her name is big, and she has a lot of people who are of the culture that are that are fans of her, but she isn't necessarily of the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, when I was in Costa Rica, the young ladies that were with me, they were uh, – we had a young man on our trip. His name was Byron. Uh-huh. And the whole time they kept saying, Byron. Remember, <laughs> remember she – because, like, like, her first role was on the Tyler Perry joint. Mm-hmm. And nobody would have ever known that that young girl from that show – from that movie would be as big as she is right oh, now. Sure. So like just to look at her life, like I mean the shoe is really a resemblance of her own journey. Like I'm this I'm this woman who rose from the cracks. Yeah. Like you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't see this coming. I think that was a, was that uh No, it was keep that same energy. But she had a track on that that seven song uh album back when Good Music everybody was doing the seven songs. Okay. Uh she had a song on that uh on that album called uh, A Rose from Harlem. Okay. So, yeah, man. Um, I guess, I guess we kind of already talked about it. But how do we think she will fare as the first influencer to attach themselves to his own comfort? Um, I think they they hit it out the park with. This. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know I agree. So, kudos to her. Yeah, is, right. that, uh, is that something uh, our favorite sneaker boutique is going to get? Dude, I don't mm. know, man. We haven't heard anything, and and if they're sticking to that, uh, June first release date that we're seeing you would know by now right yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like so it's like maybe they're gonna do something like special new york release and then it might be a later right you know what i'm saying yeah neighborhood account that's true but that's did true. i see release. it's releasing on sneakers on the sneakers has it already been uploaded to yeah it's already oh, on it's that. Yeah. Yeah. it might be a wrap then bro well i wonder uh now omaha um i <laughs> wonder if she's gonna do multiple colorways or is this just a one-off and then it's on to the next influencer? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, maybe they'll wait. To, probably maybe they'll just wait to see how they react. I mean, they're gonna, I, they've got to sell out, right? I can't imagine they're not. Man, they yeah. have a whole wardrobe to go with it yeah. too, like seven hundred fifty dollar like jacket. Oh. And- see, now that makes me think it has to possibly come to a neighborhood accounts because that could be uh, the swoosh with the pooh shiesty, where it's like, all right now, y'all. Uh, Y'all want mm-hmm. these shoes, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. And each other buy these five buy, capital yep. pieces to go along with <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. All right, next up. Um, Yoon throws shade towards <laughs> Nike on social media when their official images release of the upcoming Dunk Low Twist. Now, uh, we talked about this on the on the uh, Denise podcast mm-hmm. um, last week. Shout out to my brothers from another, um, <laughs> Keenan and uh, the good Dr. G. Um, I wanted... Uh, I wanted to touch on it too because um, this is something that me and a uh, shout out to 
our co-producer, me and uh, Montoya, on the Kicking It Social Hour, um, and a uh, soon-to-be fashion icon, uh, Raven Regine, mm-hmm. where um, she comes over at it totally from a creative perspective. Sure. And, and uh, because I lack the creativity, I come at it from a business perspective. Mm. True. So, um, you know, she simply did the LOL on the... Uh, on the tweet, yeah, on the, on, on, on the on tweet, tweet she that they put out. Well, yeah, and um, I get it. I, I get why she would be um upset about it, but at the same time, and I, I don't know too much about you know, about her before this, you know, the ambush dunks and the air forces that have come out. But mm-hmm. you've gained you've gained quite a bit of notoriety from collaborating with the swoosh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is a part of the deal. This is what I always say about Cool Kai. And anybody else who wants mm-hmm. to bootleg the retro one or the Air Force one, where it's like, dude, like you can be- you can make something totally different. Yeah, you know, you know the road is definitely a lot darker and uh, you know it's a lot more bumpy, but at the same time, like we all know why you gravitated to this silhouette mm-hmm. because it's it's uh, people are gonna accept it. Yeah, and then you can throw your own twist on it. Well, it's the same thing, man. As you know, we've heard countless stories of Nike snatching people's ID designs and, and coming out with an actual release or something. Mm-hmm. And it, as long as they own the silhouette and you're just a collaborator, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like they can do this, and they will do it. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Now I think the silver lining for a creator is you. If this is 100 percent your design, you can always make another one. Yeah, because correct. you possess the creativity, and you're on the ground level and in touch with your audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whether it's just a little tweak, or you know what I'm saying, maybe I make the front of the swoosh. And that's true. Your, your following will follow you. You know, right. if you got a problem with it, your following will follow you for sure. And for so sure. Move around. Yeah, but but like you're saying though, the thing is, Nike owns the swoosh trademark so she just messed with nike's copyright uh-huh. she doesn't own it i mean huh. the reality is she doesn't own the designs i'm sure nike's like hey just so you know you're just like leasing this but you get all the credit but we own this right look at virgil i mean how many different uh silhouettes after he finished the 10 and the next 10 that they keep you know Bro, you know what and that's a perfect example uh junior um the the first 10 with the with the uh, with the blazer, yeah, and the protruding. Uh huh. That's yep. a jumbo swoosh uh, blazer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing happens. Yep. Absolutely. Exact same. That's too good of a design uh-huh. for them not they to do. They can't just it, sit on and go like only one. You, everybody. They got to milk it. Everybody can't get off whites. No blazer. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's so actually my favorite one too. The blazer. Yeah. Yeah. This uh this dunk low twist is essentially the the Jumpman Pro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody can't get the retro, oh, so go and grab your. <laughs> yeah, that that one hundred and ninety dollar price point for the um, Air Force One might not be for everybody. Yeah, yeah. We can make a watered down, uh, greater value version of an Air Force One though at one thirty. Yeah, yeah. And people might be like, "Hey, I like that design. I just wasn't willing to pay one ninety. I'll pay one mm-hmm. And it all it all yep, works yep. the same, it's, man. It's like it's the Jordan One mochas, right? That yeah, everyone you, know went, that like, you can still make a lot of money off of it if you're trying to resell it. Like but it's a, not as the a creative, style. you yeah. have to be real about about yourself and be like, like the swoosh was here before me. Yeah, that's correct. 
You know what I'm saying? And like I have definitely gotten a boost from the collaboration that I did with a suit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many other checks she probably got. But you know, sometimes as creatives, you know, like you you feel I mean, cause that's your baby. No, you know, I get those it. are your babies, and you feel like somebody is mis- mishandling your baby. Um, and so you feel some kind of way, even if you know, like you had help raising this baby. Yeah. But you feel like, you know, I created it, it's my creation. And so you feel a little bit more entitled, and that, that happens quite a bit. It's kind of like when you think about um, why Nike is successful. And you'll meet certain people who say, um, Nike is successful because uh, all they do is uh, take from the culture. Mm. And that is true. But they have also allowed people to get broader looks. Yeah. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's a trade-off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. So, like, you know, some people in our community might say, oh, they selling out. They're not selling out, bro. It's just like, you want Man. me to do it for the love? Like, yeah. love don't pay bills. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. I, I want to elevate myself, you know what I'm saying, the, the best way that I can, man. So, I don't got, know. I, I think. got to uh, eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you really feel like that, you don't collaborate with them no more. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you big, like, again, your following will follow you. Right. So, you know, we've seen it with other influences. They went from Nike to Adidas or to somewhere else. Your following will follow you. Ye's following followed him. Yeah. And it got bigger. Now I'm not saying she on Ye's no, level, I, I but I'm just saying, you know, if you if you if you have a base and you are creative, your your people will follow you. I about to say, you could be Ye and they could follow you. Or you could be Sean Witherspoon. Oh. They, they yeah. For sure, for sure. I, I would like to say for the record, Yoon is a designer. Kanye is a curator. Mm. He's not designing those shoes. That's true. He's got his team who is working with that. So she's going to go back to ambush and like, you know, do this. So I just, you know, no hate, huh? no disrespect. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like Travis. Travis Scott's not a designer. Right. Right. He's got a great creative team. He's curating. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But so. In a weird way, in, his, in that sense, when it comes to Travis and Kanye, their influence is their design. That is correct. Their influence is what is, you know what I'm saying? And that's absolutely, whereas, you know, Virgil had, he was kind of a mixture of both. He had yeah. the influence and he was, and a, he designer. was a designer. And yeah. he was you like, know? I think like classically trained as yeah, an architect or yeah. something yeah, like that. Yeah, he went to gra- graphic right. school or gra- fashion right, right, design right, right, school. Right. Almost, you know, Jerry Lorenzo, similar to more to Virgil than Kanye, I think. Him and uh, him and Tinker have very similar yeah, with backgrounds because Tinker was like a legit trained like architect. Architect, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's art is art sometimes. For it sure. is. Um, Speaking of, <laughs> lastly for current events, uh, Travis Scott SB Dunk set to restock later this year in September. Mm. What are we doing? <laughs> this is the Paisley like, one, right? The navy yeah, blue. Yeah, this is the one. Paisley. Like, what are we doing, man? Like, I, I think there was somebody in the store with a pair on today. Yeah. Yeah, I I would love to sit down with somebody. It could be off the record. I just want to know, like, why? Right. Yeah. Like, like what 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 gauges, um, Big Daddy Swoosh to be like, <laughs> let's run it back. It did so well. Let's run it back. Like, I don't know if they're like, I I feel like uh, Nike is somewhat torn because they're being pulled by so many different demographics. Yeah. Where it's like. This generation, you know, is kind of like respectfully the sore loser generation where it's like I wear fakes because I can't get shoes. Um, You know what I'm saying? Um, I I just give up and I pay resale as opposed to like I'm really going to try to find it or Mm -hmm. learning how the game works now. Like, oh, they're doing like multiple 
restocks. I, mm-hmm. I'm a whole tight on my pandas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but so like it's just like you're trying to appease so many different people, um, and it's just like it was no need to bring this back, man. Now I was thinking when I when I saw that it was coming back. Now I wasn't on dunks back then. Like I'm really just becoming aware because I work with a lot of young people. Sure. Yeah. But like I'm 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 thinking they're thinking it's probably. You know, there's a lot of young people who really love dunks now who probably weren't on dunks because of the pandas, probably. Yeah. And so here's an opportunity for us to cash in again um, on something that was hot when it was released. Yeah. And it's going to be hot again. You know, now. People going to swoop them up before the people who want them get them. Correct. But But here's another another money grab, though. It's not unlike Adidas. At the time, remember the 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 zebras? Like they just the first time they came out, they're going for two thousand, and yeah. then it's like, oh, just guess what? We're restocking them for the fifteenth time. Yeah, for the, and they're yeah. about to do it again in a few weeks, right? Yep. Yeah, we'll get rid of what's what's left. So, I, I like that idea of someone who came around to dunks because of the pandas. Perhaps mm-hmm. they didn't know about that Paisley. Actually, that's my favorite Travis Scott, like one that he's Silhouette. done. Yeah, they, yeah. I'm like, um, that's pretty cool. Like, I think I would try to get that. One. I'm not gonna pay resale for it, but I'll try. Well, me too. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I think we all gonna shoot. I don't have a. Yeah. I don't. I only have one pair of dunks. Well, two pair of panda dunks. Oh, but you know, and see, I'm I'm totally looking at that as like trade bait. Oh no, and that's the thing. You know that's what I'm also, saying? Yeah, yeah. Now so, you said you had two pairs. One for when you only step foot in the Lord's house, and the other one's like on. The- <laughs> well, I bought I bought one pair, um, because I couldn't I couldn't get them from anywhere, and I wasn't gonna pay you know, resale for yeah. him. And a friend of mine was like, Hey, I got a, I got someone who has a pair and he'll give them to you for retail. So I was like, great. Do it. And then the second pair was actually me an attempt to get the whole family. Cause you know, I wanted oh. to do the whole family kind of picture yeah, thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, so one for my wife, one for the, the two boys and myself. And I was like, well, I already beat these up already. So let me get a new <laughs> pair. And out of all the shots that I took, I was, I was one for four. Oh, and it was my size. <laughs> well, so I ended up with another pair. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I don't know. Well, just gonna go after that money, know, man. right? All right. Uh, now it's time for our favorite segment, the superior, 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 superior <laughs> segment. The crowd goes wild. That's right. A superior shoe deserves a superior segment. It does. Um, this week I wanted to talk about. Uh, I've been in the, in the last two weeks. I've been so heavy on like that anniversary, like oh six oh seven year. I wanted to go a little bit back down, and uh, so so this week we're going to talk about the Chamber of Fear Pack, mm-hmm. two thousand five. So uh, just some fun facts. Um. Um, this was a pack that represented the mental obstacles that a young LeBron James had to face. So it came out in his second year uh, in the league. And this was kind of Nike's like marketing brain trying to tell tell people to like calm down the noise. You know what I'm saying? Because he's mm-hmm. getting so much like criticism already, like in it, go, going into his second year. Um, the theme was a vintage Chinese kung fu film theme. Um, it's six of them. Well, it's five chambers of fear. And then there's one that is uh, called the Fearless Warrior. Mm. Uh, so the Temptation was the white purple patent leather one. Uh, that's that's probably one of my favorite ones, too. Mm. Um, Hater mm-hmm. was a red, black, yellow patent leather one. Um, three was Complacency. That was the gray, blue suede one. 
Um, Hype was the gray purple suede one. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-doubt was uh, the black, white, and green That's my one. favorite. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite one? I like that one. That's yeah, a good one, too. Um, it's similar color blocking and like fast sports. Oh yeah, like yeah. yeah, very similar. Yep. And then um, six was the fearless warrior, and that was the uh, black, red, and yellow suede one. Did you say self doubt? Um, I think you might have jumped. Yeah, out. yeah. That you said that. that the black. Oh yeah, yeah. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Sorry. And but um, only 150 pairs of each release regionally. Ugh. Let's keep it a buck. We just talked to Ray about that last week. They probably were all in New York. Mm-hmm. Maybe some in L.A. It yeah. was a real uh, old school segregated time for for sneakers back then, <laughs> man. Like, nah, real talk. I would hi- correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but I would highly doubt anybody in Houston or Dallas got even sniffed those pairs. Man, I think the first time I went on the East Coast and saw like w- what was available on the East Coast. <laughs> I was like, man, we ain't getting none of that. Bro, that's all I used to hear from, like, New York cats, bro. Like, you meet one in, like, finish line and be like, damn, bro, I like them. Oh, yeah, man, you know, I'm from New York, B. You know what I'm saying? We we got all this shit early, man. And, like, they really had me thinking, like, damn, like, damn, release day. It's like New York gets shit early. You know what I'm saying? So, weird time. Um, Man, if I had to rank them, I probably would go um, complacency in six. Oh, mm. Um, fearless warrior fifth. Mm. Um, self doubt. Um, fourth. All right. Um, hater. No, not hater. Um, hype in third. Mm. Um, hater second and temptation first. Sure. Okay. What you think, real? What you give me your top three? Top three. You got a picture uh, of them? Yeah, I'm okay. looking at them right now. Uh, I'm definitely going self-doubt one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that black and green. Green is my favorite color. Um, just off muscle. So. They did it right. It wasn't a lot of it either. Yeah, it was subtle. Right mm-hmm. on the, right mm-hmm. on the back. And with they got that. a couple shades dark and then uh, mm-hmm. like more closer Kelly green. Yep. And then you got you know that black on the front. Yeah. Um, so self-doubt one. Um, I'm a sucker for both these purples, so I can have them two or three. Yeah, you know, either yeah. either way, both of them. Um, whether it's the Temptation two or the Hype three, either way. Pattern of the Air Force ones are just like quintessential for that time era of like Air Force ones, man. Like they were putting, they were throwing patent leather on everything. Man, you know? I got, I gave away. You know, this is a Omaha situation, yep. but I. I <laughs> I gave away probably like ten pair of pad leather Air Force Ones when I moved to Wichita Falls. Oh my God! Um, I regret it to this day. Um, I just had so many shoes at the time, um, and I was trying to get rid of stuff. Like even now, like my my um my joints a little peeling because you know that patent leather yeah. it comes out from from under underneath. Sometimes. Like it's like an untucked shirt. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> and you can't tuck it <laughs> nah, back in. Not at all. So, um, but yeah, I like all of these. I think the one I like least is this. Um, what's it? The complacency. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it, just hard to compare it to any anything else in that pack because like it's so plain, Jane. Yep, it sits alone. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's why it's complacent. Junior, what's, what's your top three? <laughs> Self doubt number one, temptation number two. Actually, I, I, it's probably pretty much like. Like the good, the good reverend, and then the other purple, the hype would be third. Okay. Yeah, the other one's just too like the black and red and orange is a little too much for me. Right. Too aggressive, and then that gray and blue one just that's last for sure. Uh, 
if you take the Chinese lettering off of it, like you might see that in champs. I was gonna say that. You know uh, yeah, that's absolutely. a super gr. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Now it is time to get into our weekly topic uh, interview mm. with the uh, with the good Reverend, so omnipotent. <laughs> um, no, man. I give all that to to the to the to the man above. I got a little power. There you go. Hey, I'm just a vessel. That's right. Just a vessel. Yeah. Use Spirit me, Lord. Use me. Um, anointed hands and souls. Yeah. With Reverend Fat Kicks. Hey. So we're going to have a good time. Get a, Let our audience get to know the vice president of the uh, Fresh Out the Box Sneaker Club. That's right. Uh, you, you know, he, he only uh, turns his back to us when he's a... Uh, ministering he's and out, uh, doing missions that's it. in other yeah. countries when he's serving and, and i listened while i was out you know but you know i wasn't gonna pay a hundred dollars to text y'all because <laughs> <laughs> oh, the For travel the, plan yeah, or the travel, whatever yeah the, you gotcha that roman <laughs> god dude. all right number one question uh growing up in dallas what was the first pair of kicks that made you addicted to fresh Man, you know, I've thought about this question for a minute. Um, I think we kind of talked about it today. Yeah, man. It was, it really was the Air Jordan 14. Mm-hmm. Um, the Air Jordan 14, baby blue and white colorway. Um, it was the first shoe that my dad was willing to come out of his pocket and pay for. Um, and we walked into a Just for Feet. I don't know if y'all remember Just oh, for Feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And just the feet used to have the hoop in the inside. Right. Man, I don't like I don't, that. That's where I get a whole basketball practice. Man, uh, I'm and, about, and you just leave Jesper feet, feet sweating. <laughs> but yeah, we walked into Jesper Feet, man. They were still on the shelf. I'll never forget it. It was 99 bucks. What colorway was it? With a baby blue and white. Um, I was in the 10th grade. Um, and I'm like, man, when I tell you I beat that pair of shoes <laughs> to the ground. I played football. I played. I played a whole game and turf on them <laughs> with oh them. So was there any hesitation, like uh, like when asking pops for them, or was it just like? Oh yeah, man. My dad had told me no a thousand times, <laughs> a thousand times. I mean, I think the shoe that really addicted me to to Jordans is actually the flu game twelve playoff twelve. You know, bread. Yeah. However you feel about it. And let me tell you uh, a story. I wanted that shoe so bad, so bad. My dad was like, nah. That was such a good shoe, man. Never will I pay $100 for a pair of shoes. And and I had a homie named Spanky. Shout out Spanky in, in, in the NDF dub. And um, his mom used to get him everything. I'm talking about he was one of them kids who got everything. And he probably wore maybe like three times. Mm. I'm in his house one day. I'm like, yo, man, let me let me rock these. He was like, yeah, we going to the fair. You need some fresh kicks. You can rock them. I rock some, I rock some playoff, <laughs> some playoff twelves with a blue Dallas Cowboy jersey. <laughs> I don't wanted even to wear matter. those shoes. <laughs> it didn't so matter, bad. bro. It didn't even look, matter. It, look, I looked a mess. Like in my head, I looked a mess, and I probably looked a mess then. But man, I wanted to wear them shoes so bad. But like the shoe that really got me, and even to this day, I got a lot of forces and I got a lot of fourteens because. Um, my dad said yes to that to that fourteen pair, and um, and I've been and I actually got I end up getting that pair again, and so I have the OG nineteen ninety nine pair. Um, oh, you still got it? Yeah, I got, well, not that pair, but oh, I got okay, another okay. pair. Um, a dude in in Germany had a pair. I got them on eBay. Um, it took about three months to get here from Germany. <laughs> um, Damn, and it was during the pandemic. Oh, so I got it. 
I got in. I bought them in like 2019. The pandemic happened, and it took them about three months to get here. Um, but yeah, I right. had to get those. So, but that's so, the shoe. And you know what? I feel like um, me and you talked about this earlier at the shop. But like me and you, and probably even Junior too, were like the majority in that sense. Or like, bro, parents wasn't buying like full fits. <laughs> nope. They was not buying full fits, bro. So, like, it's totally normal to see somebody with a, a blue Dallas Cowboy jersey with black and red shoes on. Like, look, man, my. <laughs> I, yeah. And we talked, you know, shout out Spanky, but, like, I f- feel like every inner city school had one or two cats who, like, mom might be young. Um, totally stereotyping. I could be wrong, but, like, you know, mom might be young, a two parent household, but it's mainly like single parent moms. Yep. Mom might be a little bit younger, and it was like, I want my baby to be fresh. And, yep. like, they literally would get. Every Jordan, you know what I'm saying? I mean, shout out to Miss Joyce, Spanky's mom. Like she, and she used to show me a lot of love too. Like if if she knew her son was wearing those shoes, she'd be like, "Get them shoes to Marcus." Oh, and I'd be good. like, "I appreciate you, Miss Joyce." No, for real, you know? that's the real MVP. Because that was really the hurdle back then. Like, I, it's been plenty of times I traded with homeboys. My mom be like, "Boy, get that boy his shoes back." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got these kids out here thinking we on uh we on take exactly. care of you. Like that's what, that's what my mom used to say that all the time. But yeah, man, like it's, it's uh that wasn't like nowadays, and you know, of course, with social media, let let Instagram tell it like everybody fresh. Yeah, like bro, I done seen some Christmas lists with like sophomores in high school, Balenciaga, mm-hmm. Palm Angels. I'm like, bro. I was begging for some polo, one or oh, two like yeah. pieces that I could wear multiple times. Man, I got a, I got a homie. I've cleaned a bunch of his son's shoes. This boy got McQueens. You know, he got all like I'm like, bro, you in high school? <laughs> he boys rocking Alexander McQueen. And you know what? they rock. I don't you have know, kids. Balenciagas. I'm like, I don't have kids, and like, you know, no disrespect to anybody who does have kids, but like, when you do that. It's kind of like when you go on a date with a girl for the first time mm-hmm. and you open the door. All right, bro. If this your wife, yep. you are setting. If this your future wife, man, you yep. are setting what the tone. What you do to like, get them, you got to do even bro, more to keep them. You got to open the door for them now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, it's the same thing. Like, it doesn't really give kids, fashion-wise, any room to grow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the things I've been grateful for with my own kids. Um, my youngest son could care less well i think and i've heard i've heard daniel talk about this quite a bit man my son want to play right <laughs> he want he want to run he want to jump if i buy him some shoes and i'm like yo you know don't get them shoes dirty he looking yeah. at me like what are shoes for right <laughs> like shoes are supposed to get dirty and and I'm, I'm grateful that both of my both of my sons even though i have a large collection They've never been like, oh, dad, I need these. Right. Oh, dad, I need these. Um, the, you know, and they they don't chase trends either. I'm about to say, and it kind of, it, it probably normalizes it, man. Yeah. Like, you know, with Jalen, like, well, no, nah, he kind of, well, he going into his junior year. Yeah, like, into his junior year. At this point, like, if the sneaker bug hasn't bit him, it, it, I mean, there's still a chance that it might just be like, man, my dad enjoys these so much. Well, and I enjoy the time that me and him talk about yep. sneakers, like, and that's, that's genuine. Really what it is. That's genuine. And he knows I love him. He knows I have appreciation for him. And um, I can't wait till you start wearing my size, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, <laughs> it's, it's lit. It's up. Because I'm like, yeah, just go in there. Yeah. You're gonna really stun on everybody right. now. Um, for sure, for sure. All right. Uh, question number two. 
It's the fall of 2005. Ooh. Your refund truck has just hit the bank account. You're headed to Highland Mall to get something to wear to Sparrows <laughs> at night. <laughs> what was your favorite stores, and what kicks were you rocking back then? Man, I was Air Force Ones. Tough. Man, we... <laughs> <laughs> I just had a flashback because, man, man, we used to... We was some Dallas cats, man. We It was Air Force Ones for me back then for sure. 2005, Air Force Ones. I was going to Holland, I was either going to go to Foot Action because um, Foot Action was on the second floor yep. on, on this side. Um, like beating off yeah. the beaten path, yeah. Um, well, was it Jimmy? So you had Foot Action up top. Was it Jimmy Jazz? If you go the other way down, you had Champs. Okay. Jimmy Jazz wasn't there back then. Oh, no. And then on the other end, downstairs, you had Foot Locker. Right above Foot Locker, you had Finish Line. So I don't know if y'all remember this, but it was a, a little – a little rinky dink store on Chacon. Um, it was on Chacon, like right in the heart of the hood, like Chacon and 12th Street. Um, like right now, it's it's nothing but like high rock. Yeah, it's gentrified now, but yeah, I know but that's it used to be a little building, bro, a white building to, right there. On the way to HC to hang out with the homies, I used to pray. I didn't get stopped at that red light, bro. Say, I used to hang out on that block way more than I should have what? <laughs> as a college student. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we used to get a lot of clothes there, though. I mean, Sean John. Uh, <laughs> in my head right now, in 2005, I'm thinking I had a I had a white Sean John that I got from there that had, like, all these, like, different kind of patches on it. Mm-hmm. Um, all white ones. It was going to be all white ones for the most part. Um, and some some big jean shorts. <laughs> Oh, in my head, I look a mess right now. I'm about to say, what a time to be alive, bro. That's right. Man, I think back then, uh, that was a weird time. I think 06, 07, right around that 25th anniversary for the Superior Silhouette. Um, For some weird reason, Finish Line wanted to embrace, like, the culture more often. Yeah. So, like, at that time, I was going back and forth to uh, the Finish Line that I started at and I'll meet them all. So, like, I'll work there during the summer, go to school, come back for Christmas break, work there. And I did that for two years until I just transferred up to Barton. But um, I remember coming back for the winter break, and, man, we had Sean John jeans, shirts. Man, bro, Sean John. NASCAR race jackets. had a chokehold on Yeah, me. NASCAR race jackets. I was like, oh, what yeah. is? And, like, <laughs> b- before I went to school, I didn't know anything about NASCAR oh, race That's that something the Dallas the, homeboys put me on, too. That was also the um the uh, jerseys, the jersey era. Yep. So the the Mitchell and Ness baseball yep. Negro League joints. Um, I had my five of those. LRG. Um, that was a time for LRG. LRG. Man, big clothes is all I remember from 2000. <laughs> I still have some of those LRG hoodies. And, uh, why little old me was wearing a 3X back then, bro? Like, I had to be like a large or XL. Like. Same here. I was skinny back then. I was just finished playing basketball. Man, it was crazy. Dude. I don't know why I was wearing the big old clothes, but that's what I would have had on. Big Sean John shirt, big blue jean shorts, and some, some Air Force <laughs> Sound about right. All right. Uh, what local, regional fashion role model did you have growing up, and what part of fashion did you learn from them that you still use today? Man, to be honest, I ain't have any. Really? <laughs> nah, man. I was um no like local big homies that was like, damn, I want to be fresh like him. Man, a lot of 
a lot of Doughboys. Okay. A lot well, of D-Boys from my neighborhood. So I was telling Kylo, um, the only reason why I came to college, well, not the only reason why I came to college, but one of the reasons why I came to college is I was the smart dude in the neighborhood. And so growing up as a smart dude in the neighborhood, um, everybody was banking on me to go to college. And so um, I really came to college to study business so that I could legitimize our our nefarious street life trap um i was the dude who like oh you know fat gonna go to college he gonna get the degree he gonna come back to the hood and so i had a lot of dudes in the hood that i looked up to you know um dudes who just had a lot of money had all the shoes like as a matter of fact it's interesting so a young one of my young homies um recently when i got into sneaker cleaning and restoration his father was an OG from our neighborhood. Had every Jordan, had every shoe, had like all the stuff that um G was talking about, the the Rodmans, he had everything. He 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 got it all. Maybe probably about about a year ago, his son said, Hey man, my dad got all these shoes. Can you fix them? And he had, I'm talking about OG Flint Sevens. I mean like <laughs> He had everything, and he's like, "Look, just just clean it." You know, he had went to jail, and had spent a, a long time in prison, and so he was like one of the flyest dudes in our neighborhood growing up. I'm talking about he had everything, and so you know, for me growing up, it wasn't really the stars. We no, nah. we didn't want to be like any of them. You know, I wanted to be like the dudes in my neighborhood who was you know the hood stars. Yeah, we had a we had a um. We had a club that catered to teenage, well, from like 16 to 24 called a music shop. Um, and, um. What part of that did you grew up in? I grew up in Oak Cliff. Oh, you talking okay. Uh, South Oak Cliff. So, um, so my neighborhood, the only thing that separated my neighborhood from South Dallas was the stinky Trinity River. And it literally stunk. Like this was Damn. the water of the Trinity before it went through the plant. So we li- when we used to say we live in the gutter, we live in the gutter. Um, and it stunk because it had a whole bunch of, um, sewage. Nah, a whole bunch of bodies. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. It was, it was notorious that that's where a lot of bodies were. So that's why it stunk that way. In addition to sewage and other yeah. stuff. And so, man, we, we looked up to these dudes who was, who was making moves in the streets. And, and so when I got to college, I like, I really wasn't on a whole lot of celebrity stuff. I think the first the first celebrity that I looked at and I said, oh, man, that dude is fly. Like, I, I like is uh, Jamie Foxx. Hell, he's from and he from Texas. Yeah. He's he a Texas cat. Um, I still to this day think Jamie Foxx is the most talented human. By far. In the world. By far, man. I mean, this dude sings, act, it's music, It's funny, every produce. time I see, uh, I saw, well, I saw the initial, better, you know? I saw the initial interview, but D.L. Higley said, like, I used to be, like, behind, uh, on, stage left while he was performing i used to really get pissed off because i was like it's just not fair that anybody could be this talented yeah. dude <laughs> and so when he first hit the scene on in living color mm-hmm. um you know like i didn't want to be like none of them new york cats on in living color but when they put jamie fox on there beyond um uh wanda yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, man, who's this fly Texas dude? You know what I mean? And he wasn't really into sneakers and things of that nature. Wow. He just carried himself a certain kind of way. And so like he was like one of the first like celebrities that I was like, okay, I can model my myself after him. Yeah. But like fashion wise, he was street cats. I mean, I can go down a list of, of street cats. Same thing for me, man. Like uh growing up in uh in Third War, like 
and I talked about this on Ray's episode last week was um the the feel of tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Like it was certain D boys that like, man, they have a whole feel of outfit, bro. And it just dripped in confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like Say. they, just, they just look good and I like that's probably one of the only brands like I will get that shoe because of that. Yeah. I mean, Fila, um, what we call Sacconi, but we know it's properly named Sacconi. Sacconi, yeah. Man, when you saw D-Boys coming out with all the Sacconi colors back in those days, I'm talking about you can go to Big T Bazaar and you can snatch up about 10 pair for maybe a 200 300 yep. bucks. Sounds they was right. like, what, $25, $30 back then? $40 back then? But the D-Boys had them. So that's what we wanted. We go to the mall and get all the colors. We go to Big T, go get all Bro. the colors. Um, they you, really did put us on what we thought was fresh back yeah. then. We got to get back to that too, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's too many kids, suicide rate up, stuff like that because they can't get panels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they want to harm themselves. It's like, nah, man. Like, man, it's funny. There's so many ways to be fresh. I heard y'all talk about like Louisiana culture one time on, on, on the cast. And I remember my cousin in Louisiana, he stayed in a little podunk part of Louisiana, Bachelor of Louisiana, about that big, man. They had they created their own shoe called the Bobo. Hmm. Um, and essentially it was a shoe from Walmart that had the straps and they put a band-aid on the front. And they caught and like it had that it had that region of Louisiana on, on a chokehold. I'm talking about and it was called yeah. the Bobo. Um because in the and we talked about this earlier at the shop in urban culture and in in mostly impoverished spaces, you create your own fashion. And a lot of times the industry catches on and mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we can we can make millions off that. Yeah. You know, they don't even know what they got. You know, and, and so like for us, it was just kind of creating our own style. Um, I think I talked about like Reese, Reeboks was, yeah. was real big. Reese Tees and yeah, Bows. You know? yeah, there you go. And so we we saw cash money, you know. Reese tees and bows, and you can get a pair of Reebok classics for thirty dollars, forty dollars. You know, my mama pay for that, right? <laughs> yeah. no, for yeah. sure. It used to be the same thing for Cortez for me too. Cortez were always on sale. Hell, they now they a delicatessen. Like you, you can you can't, <laughs> can't find them joints anywhere, man. Especially the Florence Gum colorway. Um, yeah. All right, as a native of Dallas and a pastor, what are some trends you're noticing uh, with the youth in the DFW area? Man, it's it's um I think I mentioned it in one of the comments I sent to y'all one time. It's the young people want they want what's hot. Um and as a pastor, if I step in with what's hot on, that makes me that much more credible. Um and it's funny because like I think even like preachers, like you see the preachers doing it, you know. Um but it's it ain't no different. Like I go into many of these churches and many of these little suburban kids they want the Travises. They want the Yeezy slides, the foam runners. You know, they want off whites. You know, if I walk in there with some Air Forces, they're gonna look at me crazy. Um, you like, know, it's, you know, it's crazy not to cut you off, for real. But a way to put a ball on that is they want acceptance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. That's it. Big time. That's all they want, man. And it's like I don't know, man. Like I. But the interesting thing is, a lot of it is um, sneakers is the closest thing to the actual culture that they'll ever get. True. Um, sneakers, and so, basketball, maybe. Yep. Hooping with some people from hooping, the hood. Sports and, and, and kicks. Yep. But, uh, you know, 
you know this like I know this. A bunch of these suburban kids are awkward. They can't play sports. Mm -hmm. So the closest thing they got is having dope kicks. Yep. And and then even the kids who don't have the dope kicks, they know all the knowledge. They know when the releases are coming yep. out. They know how many pairs. Um, they know how much it costs resale. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I think I posted on my uh, on Fat Kicks on my IG. I met a young kid at a camp. I was preaching at a camp, and he had on the mellow. He had on the uh, mellow, the mellow, the mellow Pumas, mm -hmm. the the mellow one Pumas. Yeah. Now you know that shoe outside the outside of hoops. That ain't, that shoe ain't carrying no weight. Nah, no way. Not at all. But he loved those shoes. But he knew everything about shoes. I mean, the whole weekend, I'm trying to talk to him about Jesus. He, <laughs> he talking to me about about all these shoes that I have, or these shoes that he wants, or these shoes that he wants to get. And I just felt endeared to the young man. So I ended up cleaning his his mellow ones because they was pretty beat. Um, but I, I did it because I was like, all right, this young man is somebody who is trying to connect to the culture, um, but he's so far removed from the culture. This is the only thing that he has to connect to it. And so that's 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 what I see more than anything. A bunch of kids who are using sneakers as an opportunity to connect to the culture. Yeah. I, I, I was just looking over the questions. There's not a question about this, but I'm going to I'm going to Omaha it, as you say. <laughs> you just talked about you wash his sneakers, right? There is in. In religion, there's the washing of the feet. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Is that is that sort of do you, is that the parallel that you see with 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 the with the kids when you go out to to talk or or preach or whatever whatever? Absolutely. I mean, is that that sort of the the parallel for you? No. So um, there's a there's a, a scripture in both the Old Testament and the New Testament of the of the Bible um, that says, "How beautiful are the feet of those who carry the good news." Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that has always been um, something that. I mean, even in my ministry, when I became a youth pastor, it's funny, the, the, the person that I replaced was a buttoned up suit and tie kind of guy I'm talking about. But he was he was pastoring youth, but he wore suits sure. and Stacy's every week. <laughs> yeah. So when they hired me and I walk in with Air Forces and a ball cap, because I used to have a, a similar to uh, what's the guy last week? Wait, Ray. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Ray. I used to have a hat. With every, <laughs> with every, with every, yeah, with every force. I even still, I got a bin full of hats at the house. I got hair now, so I can't wear it. But <laughs> I would walk into the church or I would walk into the youth space and they would connect to me so immediately. So for me, it was like, all right, you're trying to influence them for the good. So, so you use this as an opportunity to attract them. And mm -hmm. so the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet? My feet going to be fresh. They're going to be beautiful. Of the, who carry good news. So if I'm bringing good news and mm -hmm. I'm bringing good feet into a space, they're going to hear the good news a little bit better. So that has always kind of been um, yeah. something that, that kind of really is is central to my ministry in a lot of ways because I do feel my – I was telling a, a young lady at the shop today, she was like, what kind of pastor are you? And most people are shocked to believe that I pastor young people for a living, like – like the majority of the students in my congregation, young people, they are students. They're college students are no older than 24. I think I got one young young man who's like 28. He's second career. He, you know, he's going back to college. But most of them are between 18 and 24. And so this is a demographic that I hang with for the majority of my yeah. day in my life. Yeah. Um, and so for them, it's like they want to they want a pastor who's relevant, who is, you know, at least 
aware of what's going on. And so when they find somebody like myself who is into the culture, who wears sneakers, um, and it's funny because when I first started in ministry, all of the older preachers and the gatekeepers of the church used to tell me, like, you know, you need to you need to polish yourself. You need to, <laughs> you know, wear suits. I had one dude tell me, like, you're supposed to be an example. Why are you wearing sneakers and ball caps? <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you want them to wear that, then you give them that. But, yeah. like, I can guarantee you they care more about this than they care about that. And so, yeah. For the most part, man, sneakers has been almost like the entry point um, to connecting with young people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it really does um, in so many ways. I think I got to change the title of this uh, episode, man. <laughs> well, that was beautiful. All right. Um, let's see. As an advocate for the superior silhouette. Indeed. <laughs> what's your most memorable Air Force One cop and why? Who, man. This was in high school. Ooh, okay. I never forget, man. Um, I had a look. I had a girlfriend. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wanted these gray and white. And if I, if you, anybody, I don't even, I don't think they had a name or a title, but they were all white with a gray, um, gray um, missile. Well, actually, just like the gray, right around the bottom of the of the missile. Yeah. Um. And a gray swoosh, and that was a low top, and then they had a, a high top that was all gray with white in the same spaces. Jeez. Um, and we went to we went to uh, Foot Action in Redbird Mall, and there was a line, not necessarily for the Air Force Ones, but there was a line for some sneaker. I don't even know what the release was. Um, and so when I got in there, um, I got my pair of Air Force Ones, and my girlfriend was like, "Oh, I want a pair too," and um, the guy was like. Well, I don't know if we have them in her size. And so we waited, we waited, we waited. He was like, nah, but we got another store that got them. And so I was like, all right, where is it? It was at Town East Mall. So I drove from Oak Cliff to Town East to get these Air Force Ones so that me and my girlfriend can have matching Air Force Ones. In uh, high school. In high school. Every night I got to prove my love. <laughs> <laughs> We broke how far, up. How far is that? Like uh, from Tony? So, so that's like, like driving from, from like driving from Slaughter to Georgetown. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a yeah, that's about equipped. Like yeah, driving from and South then, Austin. And, to say, the, and then mind you being in high uh, high school, boy. And I had a um, I had a a brown eighty three Buick Lesabre, <laughs> um, and. I need another one of those. Um, that was my dream car. Same year I was born, 83. It was brown. I'm brown. <laughs> it had brown interior. Uh, it had a big clock on the inside. Yeah, yeah I bet. Jeez. Oh, man, that was my baby. I mean, I, for the same girlfriend, I pushed that car all the way to Longview to a basketball tournament. What? My mom, she probably just found out on this podcast. <laughs> I, I drove all the way to Longview, and then on the way back, it overheated in oh. Turrell. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out Jamie Foxx. I was about to say, shout out Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah on the right. side of the road, right where the outlet in Turrell is now. Um, it wasn't there back then. <laughs> um, and and then we let it cool down, and then we pushed it the, the rest of the way to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Jesus. So yeah, chasing a girl, Air Force Ones in high school, man. Sound about right. Uh, that's that sound about right right there. 
Um, all right, we've been friends since college, but when the, within the past few years, you've started a sneaker cleaning business. How'd that come about, and how's business been going? Um, honestly, I, I I think I was sharing with you earlier, and I definitely was sharing with uh, someone in the store. Um, I started Fat Kicks really to help people who can't afford a lot of shoes, to clean shoes for people who don't, who can't get a lot of shoes. Mm. Like thinking about my own life, and you and I were talking about this earlier, you know, you get one pair of shoes, you better make that one pair of shoes last. Uh Um, And even now, even though I know a lot of parents kind of go out of their way to make sure that their kids are fresh and they'll buy their kids, you know, Jordans, but before the school year is over or before the semester is over, them shoes are beat. Yep. You know, and, and now your kid is is going to school with beat up shoes. In addition to that, though, that good pair of school shoes is also your church shoes. That's your like, like, I mean, whenever you're going somewhere, yep. those are the good shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it out for a three on three basketball game. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, <laughs> you, for us, you, you hooping everywhere, <laughs> you know. So um, I started it so that. Um, we can create a space where people who can't afford a lot of shoes can get their shoes cleaned affordably. Um, obviously, because it's a service that 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 helps preserve people's shoes, the majority of our clientele right now are people with large collections or people who are in the of the culture. And so, um, but the intent behind it was to do that. And, and so, we really launched Fat Kicks um, in the pandemic. Um, I was at home. Everybody was working remote. Um, and so I'm at home and I have all my shoes that are falling apart or just dirty. I hadn't had an opportunity to clean. Um, and, you know, I've always I'm on eBay on one end and I'm on YouTube on the other end looking at other restores at other people who do this. Um, and so because it's a passion of mine, it was something that I just enjoyed doing. And then during the pandemic, it was so stressful. Um, I needed something that like to give me an outlet. Um, so I go in my garage and I just clean. Um, and then students would be like, yo, can you clean my shoes? I'm like, I got you. And so that's kind of really how, how I really started. Um, and you know, like, it's funny. Cause like now today been at, at, the, at kicking it, that's the second pop-up that I've done. Um, I get people who send me shoes from all over the country. Um, New York is like one of my highest states where people send me shoes. I got a friend who's in the military. Um, he'll send me shoes. Um, and so you asked me earlier, I'm probably doing about a dozen shoes a week. Really? Yeah. About a dozen shoes a week. Um, sometimes more. Yeah. Like right now, um, shout out Marcus. Marcus sent me seven pair. That's just one person. Yeah. You know, every now and again, you know, Gigi sent me a five pack one time, six pack. Mm-hmm. Keenan will send me like four or five pair. And so like those who are like who know that I'm gonna take care of their shoes. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's kind of weird because I do when I take a person's shoe, I really treat it like it's mine. Sure. Um if I'm at home, I'm telling you, I got a whole little ritual. <laughs> that I have with the shoes, you know, I sit them down. I try to make sure that I'm in a good space. I, I really do believe that like energy is transferable for sure. And so I try to make sure I never clean anybody's shoes like under duress or mm. like when I'm stressed or when yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Like when I give you a shoe back, I want it to be in the best possible spirit that I was in. And so I think that's another part of it, just making sure that I'm taking care of people's shoes. And so it's it's really been good, man. I, oh. I've it's increasing as you have used hand and I've. Try to bring in my son. 
I got a cousin and a nephew who were going to try to train. I had my brother who was I was trying to train because as a pastor, I don't have the time always to right to do it. Um, but um, it really has grown, and and I'm really grateful for everyone who lets me um, who trusts me with their shoes. No, for sure. I'll tell you, I w- I go to uh, my second favorite sneaker store, Out Hyped. They have a pair of cap and gown Jordan 11s, which I keep looking. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. But now, now I, I keep thinking, I was like, maybe if I just got them and I sent them to you, I bet they would come back looking, looking pretty, pretty, uh, pretty crystal clear. Well, that's the goal, man. Um, to to bring them back as close to new as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, within reason. Now, every now and again, I get somebody who'll send me a shoe that should be in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they be like, man, can you bring these back? And I'd be like. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah. Uh-uh. You need Jesus, holy water, and a bunch right. of other stuff uh, for these. Yeah, it was one guy, uh, he was asking me about you. He was like, you think you be able to clean these? And I was like, bro, is that a hole in the soul? I was like, bro, I don't even think it's worth it, to be honest, man. Like, well, and that's another thing. Like, you know, my my... So for restoration charges, full restoration charges, um, it it starts at a hundred. Yeah, and that's that's like if you need a slight regrue, slight repaint. I mean, I don't think that's that expensive. Um, but if your shoe need, <laughs> you need a whole new sole, you need brother. a whole new sole. Yeah, yeah. You might well buy a new shoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, unless it's a shoe that's yeah. worth it. That it, the the restoration value after it's restored. It'll be higher than than what you paid for. Then that's a different right. thing. You yeah. know, you bringing me an eighty five Air Force One. You know, they need a, a a soul swap, and you know, you know that shoe is gonna be worth something when I'm yeah. done with it. Mm-hmm. So you'll pay mm-hmm. two three hundred dollars to have that restored. Like I have a um, I have a pair right now. I got an OG. Um, it's of one of my board members. Um, he was in finance, but now he sits on our board and helps with our finances. Shout out, Dave. Um, and Dave had an OG pair of Reebok Shagnosis. Um, nice. And they look OG. <laughs> he's worn them. You know, but he told me, he's like, hey, whatever it costs to restore them, I'm cool with that. Because it's one of my favorite shoes. Yeah. And it's the only sneaker I have in my collection like of of, notor- of notoriety. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, whatever it costs to restore it, take your time on it. And so something like that. When I finish restoring that shoe, that shoe is gonna be worth you know four or five hundred dollars easy. Mm-hmm. So he paid three, he'll be able to get his money back. Right. But if you bring me a, a, a all white Air Force One that looked like <laughs> that looked like you don't walk the dog and cut the grass on the same day, go ahead and get you another. one. Yeah, right. go on, go get you yeah, a fresh yeah, pair. Yeah. yeah you know. On. Now I will take your money and clean it. Right. But I don't want to, and yeah. I'm gonna advise you otherwise. Yeah. You know, because it ain't really about the money, per se. No, I, I I get it. I totally get it. Um, now, what's your process in cleaning a sneaker, and what's the dirtiest shoe you've cleaned so far? <laughs> uh, the dirtiest shoe I've cleaned so far. That you actually did clean and was like, I can bring this back to life, because I know you just talked about like um, people bringing you like zombie shoes, and it's like... Man, I'm trying to think. Um, I've cleaned a lot of dirty shoes. It's one I'm working on right now. Okay. My man, shout out my man Solomon. Man, my man sent me a pair of flu games. And boy, 
this shoe got the flu. <laughs> I mean, it is. And he a big, he got a big feet. So it's like a 15, size yeah. 15, which is also the largest shoe I've ever cleaned. Um, man, and that shoe needs some work. It needs some some um, tab swaps and the whole. But it, it was also just incredibly dirty. I mean, like beat up. Um, but he got it for like 20 bucks on eBay. And he was like, yo. You know, can you restore it? I'll pay you. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so that's hands down, like the dirtiest beat up shoe I've ever done. Um, my process, um, I always start with an examination of the shoe um, to figure out what materials it is, what I'm cleaning, um, what it's going to take to clean it. Um, so before I even touch it with any water or knock any dirt off of it it's an examination right um and also i do that for because if people pay me ahead of time um i want to make sure that they're paying for what i can do right uh, so you send me you pay for a deep clean and after the examination i, I realize you need a, a reglue then i need to let you know that before i start no, that makes sense. um and so it starts with an examination um and then i start on the bottom soles first so clean the bottom up so get all, I got like a fine pick. So I take and get all the stuff out of the bottom, clean the bottom first. If the bottom needs an icing, I'll ice it before I clean it. Um, mm. A lot of restorers don't do that. I do that so that I can also see if I left any dirt in the shoe. Because once it brightens up, you'll be able to see. And that's the ones with like a translucent bottom, right? Yeah. Or like um, like 11s or yeah. things of that nature. Um, that way I can see if I need to hit it with a little bit more. Because sometimes the dirt... Uh, sometimes it's dirt, sometimes it's oxidation, so you never know. But I always start at the bottom, and then I go all the way up. Um, I clean the inside before I clean the outside. So I'm doing, you know, my vacuum. Uh-huh. Um, I'm getting the the sock boogers out, um, out of the out of the liner, um, and then I'm throwing the laces as well, cleaning the laces. Um, and then after that, I hit the whole shoe, steam it. Um, if it's a deep clean, steam it dry it um then i dry the laces put everything what does back. steaming do so the steaming um gives it a deeper clean get some of that dirt that the brush don't kind of goes into the material yeah, and, pull and pulls it out. it out um it also it also hits it with a burst of hot water um because you're cleaning it with hot water um but that steam is going to pull some of that that dirt that that brush don't get even just right. you know with a hard bristle um and then it also just gives it a cleaner like a, a cleaner clean um you know it that's really the most satisfying part to me because when you're hitting it with that steam you're seeing all this dirt just fly off you're seeing these suds fly off um and so but you can't you got to be careful with the steamer um because too much heat you can loosen the glue on the shoe uh, um especially like when i'm when like somebody I, I mentioned earlier the people who don't wear socks with their shoes <laughs> So you know people who don't shout out to the people who don't wear socks, but shout out, shout, oh. shout out uh, <laughs> our, our official DJ champ, big, big oh, champ to God, dude. man. Oh like, bro. man, yeah man. If you don't wear socks, man, at least you know so incubator for toe jam. Yeah, bro. clean your, <laughs> clean your insole for us. Um, but those who don't, you know, you want to you want to get in there with the steamer to get some of that get that up out of there because not only is the 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 toe I'm thinking about the house party house party what was a house party two or three toe jam cracker yeah <laughs> not only do you got toe jam on the on the insole but you got stuff that's on the on the rim of the inside of the shoe 
you know, the sweat from your foot is all on the inside of the of the shoe. And yeah. so, you know, you got to steam and get all that up out of there. And so um, after I after I make sure that is clean and then I, I have these um, warmers that I put inside of the shoe to dry the inside of the shoe. Um, and then after the shoe is dry, now I can go under the lights um, and the, the UV lights brightening up um, and everything goes in the box on my process. So laces go in the box, insoles go in the box. Everything that I clean goes in the box because the UVs are going to one is going to take out some of the extremities, but it's also going to brighten the colors. Um, and after it comes out of the box, it's ready to be laced and either put back in a bag or put back in the box or however. Um, and so probably about 30 minutes per shoe, um, give or take. And we're doing a dozen a week, at least a dozen. Yeah. And mind you, this is mostly being done between the hours of 9 p.m. and 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because I got a full yeah. time. Full time you know. gig. And on the weekends, um, weekends I have a little bit more time. I wake up, you know, probably about 8, 9 o'clock. I try to get as many done before noon as possible if my kids don't have, like, soccer or baseball or something. Right. Um, try to get as many done as possible. Um, and But I'm also doing content as well right mm -hmm. so you know sheesh and now everything i have a lot of dudes who be like man my shoe didn't make the page <laughs> like one it wasn't content worthy yep. you know if i've already done uh c-man 3 right i can't put a bunch of c-man 3s right. even if i did your c-man like 3 same thing. yeah but you know so you also creating content so getting it when it's dirty if i got him awake then hey, record me cleaning this with my hands. Right, right. Um, yeah, and and so getting content, and so I probably say each each shoe is about an hour, hour and a half with content. Damn. And then soul sessions are twenty four hours a session. So to unyellow, to to really bring a shoe from yellow to clear. It's probably about three sessions. Oh, you gotta let that thing cook, cook. Yeah, so it's about three forty-eight, three twenty-four hour sessions. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So that's another thing. Like boys be wanting their soles ice, but they want their shoe back in two days. Uh -uh. And I'm like, you get one session with that, and that's I can't tell you how bright your your joints are yeah. gonna be. Right. But you know, if you want them dead stock, I'm gonna need at least four days. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, man. <laughs> this is why uh, people, you know, you never pay anybody. Um, well, you are paying for the service, but you're paying for their expertise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what you're really paying yeah. for. So, like, if somebody can't get it back to you or, you know, you call a handyman and they come and they knock it out in five minutes, it's like, it didn't even take you that long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's through trial and error. putting in the work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure. Correct. For Correct. sure, for sure. I, it, so, uh, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Um, when in the pool pit, do you rock sneakers? And if so, what's your favorite pair to rock? Oh yeah, if I'm if I'm preaching, um, it's always a Jordan. Um, Why's that? Because Jordans have um, they're they're the easiest to identify from afar. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> so if if I'm if I'm preaching, um, now I wear a lot of forces too. Um, but if I'm preaching, I'm I'm wearing khakis or well cargos, right? Um, a button up, and either some Jordans or some Forces, but mostly Jordans, um, because 
like Air Forces for us are the superior silhouette. But to the regular person, it's just another Nike right. on your feet. So if I want to stand out. It look pretty like an ancillary or a uniform yep. Like, yep. To, to other people. Now, it's crazy because I have, um, so like one Air Force one that I, like older, um, this is going to sound weird, but like older white men love the most that I wear is my Clark Kent. Um, it's brown with um. Uh, yeah, the, the Clark Kent with the brown and the brown yeah. on the back. Got like the ostrich, Got the ostrich on the back. On the back. Yeah. Man, they love that shoe. I mean, they're like, oh man, I can wear that to work. I yeah. mean, they they love that shoe. Um, so I wear that if I'm going to like a really old church. Yeah. Um, so I have some forces that I that I literally have set aside as this is my old church shoe. There you go. <laughs> um, like but mostly a- Jordans because they're the, the most identifiable. If I'm preaching to a young church, like youth that I've never been to, I'm probably going to rock whatever the latest release. Try to knock their head. Yeah, the latest (laughs) release that I have. Or that's what I I reserve my shatter backboards for. Mm. Because I know they know what these are. I know they they know how much they cost resale anyway. Right. Um, They be shocked when I tell them I paid under retail for them. (laughs) They're like, no way. I'm like, I'm older than y'all. Right. <laughs> Tricks to the trade. All right. Um, oh, this is a good one. All right. As a member of the clergy, I consider you to be an expert on the good book. I'm going to name five biblical figures. Okay. And tell me what pair of sneakers you think they wear Ooh. or represent them the best. I love this question. <laughs> This is, this is my favorite of any top five <laughs> thing he's ever asked anybody. Oh, okay. All right, we're going to start with the big homie. Big homie. <laughs> my, my boy, JC, Jesus JC. Christ. Okay. What uh, what silhouette do you think epitomizes the omnipotent one? Um, Probably like a, um, he walked a lot. Yeah. So it it definitely would have to. It it probably is the shoe that you love. I don't know the name of it. Which one? But you it? talk about it all the time. Um, the, the run, the free, free yeah. run. Oh, free run two. Free run two. I can see that. That's a, that's a that's a that's a Jesus Christ shoe. The, he the, he walking a lot. He's moving a lot. He need flexion. to be nimble. Yeah. Just in case the Pharisees get after him. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Climbing up those hills. Yeah. You know that's a that's a good walking shoe. But, Look at you! You're you're one with with Jesus, man. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a JC shoe. For, I always say that it'll be a walking shoe. He he was walking too much. He wasn't yep. he wasn't wearing a basketball shoe. No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> can't care about style when you're saving souls. No, man. you can't. Right. That's right. All right. Next up, uh, Peter. Oh, Peter was a little aggressive, <laughs> you know, um, and he wanted to be a boss. Um, I say Peter was Peter was probably rocking like a. Air Max 95. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, like an Air Max 95. Something that says, like, look, I'm coming forward, yeah, but yeah. I'm moving a lot, too. A little more aggressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dope, boy. 95 yeah. Air Max. Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, you know, uh, that's Peter who cut cut the air off, right? Mm-hmm. I'm about to say, Dope boy, I'm about to say all, all, black, all black Air Forces, man. Like, <laughs> oh, might have, might let really set the trend. No, I think I think Paul would be of all black yeah. force energy. Yeah, Paul would be black Air Forces for sure. <laughs> I don't right. know if he on your list or not. No, nah, no, nah, he not. Okay. Oh, uh, the uh, the Virgin Mary. Ooh, it got to be a white shoe, so it got to be all white. 
all white Air Force One because white is like pure and it is a Virgin Mary. Um, but she is, you know, but she is the, you know, what they call the, um, uh, man, the, I have the Greek word in my head. Um, the, I could, it's like the God, it means the God bearer. Right. Oh, sure. Right. Right. Oh, right. man. I can't think of the word. Now I'm going to be, I don't, I, but so it'll be a white shoe for sure. Yeah. It'll be something like majestic. Um, but I don't know anything other than to say the Air Force One, all white Air Force yeah. One. Um, sneaker wise. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What, uh, but you she, know what? You know, one shoe that like epitomizes like middle age. A uh, woman with kids is like the waffle one. Mm. I can see that. So like it, it has that, that stylish flair. It's somewhat modern. Well, you know, Mary was also, young too, though. Oh, yeah. You know, Mary would have been a between fourteen and seventeen when she had it Jesus. Might, it might have been all white Max ninety then. Yeah, so she you know? would have had a little, you know, youthful to herself. I, 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 right. I can see her to Cortez. A Cortez. Oh, that's good. One. See, you talking about something a little bit from the uh, super early archives yeah, of Nike. That's, that's a good one, but. We're all in the same area. Oh, a waffle, yeah, yeah. A waffle. yeah that's what waffle he said. One. Waffles, like, yeah. Like, I really think about that. Uh, that white and gray waffle one, man. Mm, I just did one of them for uh for Marcus Meyer. Shout out Marcus Meyer. Yeah, yeah. He wear a lot too. Yep. He do. Shout out, shout out uh Eminem. Um, all right. Um, Pharaoh. Oh, <laughs> I can see Pharaoh in an Air Jordan One. Really? Oh yeah, Air Jordan One is because one. Before anything else, the supremacy of the Air Jordan One, um, it, it has to be. We're talking about Egypt here, yeah. so it had to be something that kind of flowed. Um, that had a very slender, like sleek kind yeah. of royal kind yeah, of feel. Yeah, have the lace up the, yeah. the laces that would kind of come up the uh, calf, come right? Up the, yep. So you so you thinking like a like a pinnacle Air Jordan One or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Oh boy. Um, yep, so or like something a, he can um, flex with his uh, gold shillings on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And gold, and all gold, kind of everything. Separate him from the, yep. from the mere mortals. Or, or what's the um, my favorite with the what's the gold and white, gold black and white um, patent leather, the patent leather Jordan yep. one. Yeah, I could see Pharaoh in, in some what, of those. What about the uh, was it Jeremy Jeremy Scott the Adidas with the wings on him? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The dollars. So I could that's a, that's a Pharaoh shoe too. Yeah. I ain't even thinking about it. you know I've been in the Nike world. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I, was, I I didn't know if, if Colin had asked for Nike questions, but no, no, it could be anything. It just seems yeah. like that's anything. such a like with the wing on the back. Oh You're yeah, just like, yeah absolutely. To me, that and they be. had a gold one too. They had yeah, an all gold. Did. one. Oh uh-huh. yeah, they had that. That's a, yeah, that's it. That's but it. yeah, around that, yeah, definitely <laughs> something royal. You know, yeah, something yeah. that just stood out. Yeah. And then last but not least, uh, Noah. Noah, he old though. <laughs> oh, was it? He'd be in the air monarch. <laughs> oh, he'd be in the air monarch. <laughs> you know, the air monarch because he was a dad. Yeah. You know, um, you know, uh, and he and he liked drinking. There you go. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Yeah, like barbecuing been, out in the backyard. You know what I'm you know, saying? Working on the art. Just described, <laughs> right. uh, <Yeah>. back. <laughs> just described Dan Connor, Carl Winslow. <laughs> right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Somebody of that type. Man, my my father-in-law. Shout out my father-in-law, boy. He loved them Air Monarchs. I probably need to get him a fresh pair. They only what fifty dollars, something <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Well, no, they went up a little bit, but yeah. 
All right, last but not least, ending off our interview, um, give us your top five black-owned Dallas eateries that you Ooh, frequent. Top I figured five. if anybody knew this, it'd be you. So top five, uh, I mean, first got to be William's Chicken. Um, William's Chicken was a, a— Where is this located? So William's Chicken is all over the Dallas area. Oh, okay, okay. All over the Dallas it's area. A, it's basically their Frenchies. No, nah, our Frenchies would be uh, Rudy's. Rudy's oh, chicken. Rudy's. Okay, I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm tripping. Rudy's will be, and Rudy's got to be. I guess Rudy's got to. So Williams and Rudy's. So I, because I grew up in Oak Cliff, um, Williams Chicken used to have a two piece dark with a pepper and a biscuit for like a dollar twenty nine. So are they kind of like a more regional churches maybe or something like yeah, that? Yeah, okay, that's, I got that's you. exactly that's probably you. probably akin to flavor of chicken. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, they falling off. Dang, I hate to say it that way. Um. But like when I, it seemed like the food was better when I was younger. No, for um, now that I'm older, you know. But I still go to Williams. I just went to Williams a couple of days ago. Got me some tenders because of my boy Keenan. Shout out Keenan. <laughs> um, there you go. You know, if you go Keenan, you know, ask them to fry them hard because they they fry them soft lately. Oh. Um, but yeah, but Williams, you know, one Rudy's, um, TD's Barbecue, uh, also in Oak Cliff. Um, Is that any relation to TD Jakes? No, nah, oh, not okay, at all. Okay. <laughs> not that I know of. Now nah, TD, now nah, TD been a staple in the city for a minute. Um, TD's barbecue. Um, if you want to go high, you know I know like brunch. There's yeah, a, a black owned spot called Pangea. Um, mm. It's high end, but it's it's good. It's really good. Um, and then there's another place. This be my. This might be my fifth. Hold on. So I got Williams. I got Rudy's, because Rudy's is like our Frenchies. Right. Um, TD's barbecue. Now you got to be from the hood to go to TD's. A whole lot of people don't really know about TD's like that. It's still in the hood. It's a little hole in the wall, but they still do everything smoke fresh with wood. You smell it from coming down the street. That's like uh, in Houston. Uh, we got a spot in Hiram Clark. Shout out, shout out my Hiram Clark partner, uh, Colo, um, called Beef and Bun. Okay. I heard of and that. And man, like me, I I have vivid memories of like um It's like a hot dog joint? No. It, it's a uh, it's, it's barbecue. Okay. But uh that's like that used to, that for a long time that was a top like that's where I got my love for uh chopped beef baked okay. potatoes, bro. Mm. Yeah. Like I Yeah, TDs do a bad chopped beef baked potato. It's beef and bun and it's one uh damn, this one on the north side going towards the airport. Uh, it might be Burns barbecue or something okay. like that, but like I mean, bro, like they just split the potato and just <laughs> ungodly amounts of like barbecue <laughs> on it, bro. You just like this can't be healthy, but it is amazing. <laughs> man, when I was growing up, that's how it was. You go to TDs, man, they give you a ungodly amount of. I took my wife one time. She was like, I can't even move, bro. Um, just big quantities of food with made with love, and so, um, so Rudy's Williams. TDs, uh, Pangea. Um, so what you gonna bring it home with? Man, Passion Cafe. No, 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 no. Um, Brothers Cafe. Oh, Brothers Cafe is a. They do uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's two brothers, um, and it's a brothers themed. Spot. Um, they got two locations: one in Redbird and one in um, Arlington. Um, so one in Oak Cliff, one in Arlington. Um, and when you go in, it's brothers themed. These two brothers, they own it. 
um, um, break food. So you can eat breakfast all day. Their menu is mm. open all day. Um, their their shrimp and grits is like ha next level. Best shrimp and grits. Oh man, it's, it's it's if it's it's top three for sure. It's top three, and my grandma is number one. Um, oh, R.I.P. Okay. Um, she's no longer with us, and I don't think any of her, <laughs> any of my aunts got the recipe. Oh. But um, my grandma in Louisiana was, to this day, still number one. Um, but Brothers is a good spot if you're ever in the city. Um, they do they do um, spirits all day as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good place. All right. Yeah. And there you have it, folks. Yeah. Our vice president of the uh, Fresh Out the Box Sneak Club, the anointed one, so omnipotent, <laughs> uh, Reverend <laughs> Fat Kicks. That's right. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> appreciate you stopping by, buddy. All right. Now we're about to get into uh, Bring It Home. We on the home stretch, guys. Um, for the feet or for the streets. First up, an oldie but a goodie. Uh, Yeezy 350 Pirate Black V1. Oh. Rev, you our guest. Let, let's start off with you. What you for the feet or for the streets? Um, I'm gonna. I like Yeezys a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't. I wasn't able to get that. Um, probably still not gonna get it. Um, so that that's for the that's for the streets for me. For the streets. Um, only because Yeezys in my feet don't work well. I got to go a size up every time. Oh yeah. Um, and it still don't feel all that well. And so I let somebody else have it. Yeah, I have a. a f- I've talked to quite a few sneaker enthusiasts who say, like, for that reason, they enjoy the V2 a little bit better because yes. it's more sprawled out. Yeah. And once, I mean, it's still hard as hell to get your foot in, but once you get it in, it's a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. of a of a wear as I agree. opposed to the V1. Junior? Yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I've had V1s. I just don't like the way they fit. I have to wear, like, a weird size. Yeah. No, I'm, they're for the streets for me. I'd rather... Get the Pirate Black 350 V2s. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I think it. Yeah, I'm about to say. I think at this point, um, anybody who gets V1s, it's nostalgic purposes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for that reason, uh, in my Mark Cuban voice, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> for the streets, you're right. That's right. Three for three. Okay. Three strikes and yeah. All right. The uh, aforementioned um, arose from Harlem. Uh, Tiana Taylor Air Zoom One or Air Jordan One Zoom Comfort Two. Start with you, sweet pants. What you think? In the words of Keenan, I need two. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I need two. Yeah, That's man. right. I'm gonna wear one, yeah. yeah. one down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For what the feet. a feet. Yep. Um, for yeah. me, I mean, I would love to have a pair. Um, but they're for my wife's feet or for somebody else's feet. Um, I, I'm gonna look forward to seeing them on Dan's feet. Word. Um, but they're for the streets for me. Oh, man. So. The only way I would even consider getting them is if your favorite sneaker social got them. Yeah. Yep. I'm not really going to exert a lot of energy to get them. Um, I think it's cool. I think the more subtle flex is like what Rev just said, where like if you were to get them for a wife, because you know they're not going to wear them a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's something like five, six years down the line. Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Where you get those? Like, yeah. It's like they yeah. got Tiana Taylor's on. Like, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're uh, they're for the feet. For, I mean, for the streets for oh. me. Oh, well, yeah, that's fine. And more for me. Yeah, <laughs> for the streets. 
And then uh, last but certainly not least is the APB FAMU collaborated um, LeBron 20. Um, I think these are pretty cool, man. Like uh, the LeBron 20, I think uh, I think it isn't a coincidence, is the most wearable oh, yeah. of recent uh, silhouettes to come out. And it's a low top. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like they should have did this a long time yeah. ago if yeah. his feet could handle it. Like you were saying, like you still we, can't have, all, we can't all wear the right. giant stormtrooper right. shoes that he it, wears. It, right. Exactly, wear. man. And like it's just to the point now, like Nike basketball is in a vegetative state to the point where it's like you got to kind of meet the audience if you're trying to sell sneakers. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, for 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 me, it is for the feet. Mm. Rev, what you think? I'll be honest. Um, the only LeBrons that I would ever really put on my feet are the Christ the King Sevens. Which I cannot find. I think, bro, in, I think the affordable. seven and the eight, yeah, essentially is like his. Uh, you can say either one of those is like his retro eleven. Yeah, I, seven is the eight for me. Um, and I do, I do like that that silhouette out of all of them. Um, I'm not a big fan. Now I do want to get a pair before he retires, just for you know nostalgic purposes. Like I mean. He's class of 03, so right. he's a year younger than me. <laughs> yeah. I remember every basketball player in the country was being compared to him when I was hooping in high school. And I remember so, how big it was to see that game when he played Melo uh, on yeah, ESPN. Oak Hill. Like, yeah. That was the first time. Like Now you see college, I mean high school games on ESPN all the time to where it's kind of yep. like on the same level of watching a WNBA game. Because like, you don't really know who it is. Like, I'll yeah. check out. I'll, I'll keep it within an earshot of me. But mm-hmm. – um. Dude, that was the first one where it was like appointment watching. Like, damn, let me see what real talk. like. I mean, even as you know, being in high school hooping during that time, it gave us all something to aspire for. But as it relates to these particular shoes, these are for the streets uh, for me. Um, mm. I can't see myself buying them or, or yeah. wearing them because um, one, I'm not hooping, and like they just don't have that much appeal to me to be like oh I'm going to rock these. Well see the I think this is the cool thing where it's like um I'm sure he's going to make one for Ohio State but it won't be anywhere near as big as doing it for mm-hmm. your adopted HBCU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anytime, you know, Nike does a North Carolina A&T dunk or Clark Atlanta or oh, yeah. FAMU like it's going to you're bringing a whole nother demographic to it that normally probably, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's a lot of overlap with college kids, but like, you know, you think about the, the old heads from an HBCU, the 60 and 70 year olds. Yep. And it's like, dude, if I can get a pair of LeBron's and family, family thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy up. because the, the fam, you was seven. What, what was the fam? You, yeah, the two colorways. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it didn't really do that well, but see also strategically, why is that shoe in Texas? Yeah, that's also yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? Why is that not at least? Why are you not? At, and they might be. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, like, I don't well, have it, the number. Yeah, it didn't do well. Here. Why? 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 Why aren't? Why? Why are you not sending a majority of those to Florida. Tallahassee yeah, outlets? Absolutely. And neighboring Florida uh city. So I don't know. Now shout out to my boy Jay Grovey. Um, yep. He, I'm pretty sure he either got a pair or wanted a pair. Man, I, that's his school. He still but. hasn't gotten one. Uh, I, I want to find him one, man. Like we had a uh, size ten at the Nike store around the corner, but 
it just didn't it didn't work out. It was a return, but um, like every time I see him, that's who I think about because I'm like, he's my connection to that to that school. No, he got the jersey, he got the family LeBron jersey, like so. Yeah, I I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing my guy get a pair. Um, let's see, what about you? I don't think we got. We don't got oh, uh, bad, oh yeah, um, I I love the twenties. Uh, yeah, you have the All Star one, right? Yeah, yeah, I well, love I that. The, the pink one. and the blue. Oh, it's just that's I just love that shoe, and it's really comfortable. Okay. I can wear it on the day. I love Flyknit too. Yeah, I think it's Flyknit great. Has always I think been it's a great. comfortable material. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I prefer the white one over the yellow one, but I don't think I would pick up either one of them. It's just not my color scheme, and obviously, I'm not a. <laughs> I don't know. The listeners know this. I did not attend a historically black college. It doesn't matter. Like, like if you support it. Like, no, 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 no. I would. I would you support were, Texas. You were birthed in the city with the 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 oldest, the oldest um, institution uh, of higher learning. Yep. That's right. Houston, Houston Tillerson, Tillerson University. HT. You know. That's right. That's right. As Dr. Greg educated me on that. And shout out to Dr. G. Eventually, we're gonna get it. Uh, we're gonna get HT over to Nike. Uh huh. And then we're gonna get a a collaboration. Yeah, we with Adidas right now. Yeah, with Adidas. Yeah, unfortunately. HT. Uh, they <laughs> now y'all gotta meet us halfway, and we gotta get this cloud up, and this enrollment up. But it's gonna happen. We're gonna get there. No, for sure. Anything else, Junior? Uh, Amato don't love us no more. Well, Amato didn't send us a a, a review, and we're not going to get one from the Rev unless he's going to go like, "Oh, you know, I really enjoyed." You know. <laughs> I enjoyed myself this week. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But send us some um, fan mail, fan text, fan messages, DM yeah. FOTB Sneakercast at Gmail or FOTB Sneakercast on Instagram. Man, I dropped the ball this week. Man, I was on a good little run, and then just got busy with uh. Had to take care. Of, we had to take care of our kid with the Denise podcast. That's right. That's and right. The next thing I know is Friday, and yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I suck at social media. I'm gonna try to get a little bit better, but we'll get it. We'll get it. Uh, you know how we end every episode. Uh, if it is to be, it's up to me. Um, whether you're pursuing uh the baddie you got a crush on, a promotion at the gig, or uh, your holy grail of pairs. Until next time, peace.